I've always admired a man who was willing to take matters into his own hands. The type of man who saw only a worthy challenge while others saw no possible solution. The type of man who was driven from deep within to do whatever it took to achieve his goals, no matter how many obstacles stood in his way. These are the type of men that inspire greatness, and I've always studied them closely, hoping to learn from them. This is the story about a remarkable man named George W. Lovely, and the inspirational story of how he created his own town in Appalachia just so he could legally operate a whiskey distillery. Hmm, that's right. It was the smallest town ever incorporated in the history of Tennessee. Most folks these days don't even know the town ever existed, but it did. And this is the true story of Lovely City, Tennessee. Our story begins in the mountains of East Tennessee. Coal mining had recently begun in the mountains and there was sort of a gold rush fever in the area. Folks came from thousands of miles from all over the world to try to make their fortune in the coal business. Boomtowns sprang up everywhere, and in East Tennessee, the most notable in the area was a place called Coal Creek. Nearly overnight, this town sprang up so quickly that none of the roads in the town even had a name. Yet, it had ten businesses located right on the main street, and three of them were saloons. That's right. The men would spend all day in the coal mines and all night in the saloons where there was a serious demand for that famous Tennessee whiskey. Now, George Lovely, he lived a couple of miles outside of Coal Creek, you see, and he had been operating a water mill, grinding corn, when he all of a sudden got the idea of making his own whiskey to cash in on all the saloons in town. But you see, there was only one problem. It was illegal to make whiskey unless it was approved with a government permit. Oh heck, that's no problem, George thought. I'll just get a permit. Well now, hold on just a second, George. You see, in the great state of Tennessee, you could only apply for a distillery permit if you were operating within the city limits of an official incorporated town. Now, that's where most folks would have given up. No, but not George. George sprang into action. He began posting signs all over the area, notifying the 17 registered voters that lived in the vicinity of his intentions to create a town. Next, he collected signatures of 14 voters and he drafted a petition for a town charter. And on June 8, 1897, George filed his petition in the Chancery Clerk of Anderson County, Tennessee. He quickly began running advertisements in the local newspaper, notifying the public of his intentions to create a new town. And 13 days later, a referendum was held and 17 voters cast their ballots in favor of the new town. The official town charter was signed into law by the Tennessee Secretary of State on June 21, 1897. And just like that, a lovely city, Tennessee, was born. Now that George had created a town, he applied for a permit to open a whiskey distillery, and the state of Tennessee granted him a license, registered distillery number 200 in the 2nd District of Tennessee. Now it was time for George to get busy. He hired a couple of helpers, and along with his son, full whiskey production began. At full capacity, 
George was pumping out 33 gallons of 110 to 115 proof Tennessee whiskey each day. There was even a federal inspector on site to stamp each barrel and to collect the tax each day. Word soon got around about the high quality of the whiskey. You see, George was using pure mountain water that flowed out of the limestone mountain, and it had pooled at the base of a waterfall on his property. He piped in the spring water to his still house, and he had a steady supply of firewood from the mountains that surrounded his operation. Indeed, this was some good stuff. Meanwhile, back in Cold Creek, the miners were paying 10 cents a shot for this whiskey. Heck, he even sold it at bulk prices of $1.50 a gallon. George soon made connections everywhere as far as Louisville and Cincinnati, and he began shipping countless barrels by train under the name of Log Cabin Whiskey. This Tennessee whiskey was so stout that folks in the cities couldn't handle it, and they would cut it down to 100 proof before bottling it and selling it in stores all over. George had done it. He had put lovely city Tennessee on the map. It had several houses, a schoolhouse, a post office, a saloon, and several other businesses inside of its city limits. Prohibition finally shut George's legal operation down in 1920, and Tennessee, who was embarrassed by being outsmarted by Mr. Lovely, passed a new law saying that an incorporated town must have at least a thousand citizens. And just like that, Lovely City came to an end. So here we are, 125 years later, and there's only one original building still standing in Lovely City. However, if you look closely at this area on Google Maps, you'll see signs of the past. The main road in the area is still called Lovely Bluff Road. The creek is still called Lovely Branch. The local water springs are called Lovely Springs. Most folks never even gave a second thought to why this place was so lovely. Yet, somewhere I know, Mr. Lovely is looking down on us, sipping on a glass of Tennessee whiskey and smiling.